We're giving our first impressions of Family Portrait. You're listening to Drinks with the Doll, episode 117. Welcome to Drinks with the Doll, a podcast way station for Lost Girl fans. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm Annie. And Stephanie is not with us today. She had to sleep <laughs> so that she can work. So we'll forgive her. Unfortunately, Stephanie and I have kind of opposing work schedules. So when we do these short eps on a Monday, it's kind of tough. So so instead of, of actually being here to record, Stephanie sent in a voice message, which we will play for you now. This episode made me grumpy. On the whole, I think the episode was okay. It definitely was more cohesive than last week's episode was, that is for sure. However, I don't think I really liked any of the writing choices that were made this week. Especially, I'm upset about a couple. First of all, the whole pregnancy thing. I know I'm going to rant about it more on when we do our, our long discussion, so I'll just say, ugh here. And I'm also frustrated with the fact that it seems like this confrontation between Trick and Aoife and Jack seems to have played out in only one episode. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see next week. That might not be the case. However, at this point, that seems to be what happened, and I think that's a huge waste. I'm trying to remain hopeful as to where the show is going, that they'll end up somewhere that I'm okay with in these last few episodes. However, with these really heavy issues that they've introduced, especially here in this episode, I just don't feel like they're going to have enough time to really do them justice. But as for more positive things I can say about the episode, I think the acting continues to be very strong. Again, I was very thankful that we have the cast that we have in this episode, and and I, I thought that there were some really great scenes here. Annie, you want to give your quick review? Yeah. I don't know if I'm quite as as grumpy as Stephanie. I know there there are definitely some issues I want to talk about, but overall, I my first impression is that I can't really say I I love this episode or I thought it was okay or medium or <laughs> I keep that line that Bo has <laughs> in uh, like hell. I think is there a medium option? I I can't really give this uh, episode a, a rating when it first comes to mind. Just just that it was really really intense. Uh, mm-hmm. To me, that's the word that comes to mind. But just first off, incredible acting by Anna and Rick and Rachel and Inga and, and just everybody. Uh, but just so much shocking stuff happened. I mean, I was talking to my friend, my friend Lori, who got me into Lost Girl. And she talked to me and she goes, have you seen the episode yet? I'm like, no, no, don't tell me. I've been staying off Twitter. And she goes, I did not expect that. She's just like, that's all I'm going to say. And I didn't expect that. I, I can't believe they killed off another major character. It's like... I was all sad looking at like the original cast photo from like season one, and I'm like, two of them are gone. I can't believe Trick is gone. I can't believe that Aoife's gone. You know, even though she's a, you know, she doesn't have as many episodes, but still. And this, this is really heavy stuff to do with only three episodes left. And I'm like, oh, is this show gonna end on a darker note? How are they gonna wrap it up? And I'm, not too happy about that. That's a little too much drama after the Docubus trauma and this, and I don't know. I'm a little nervous. Okay, a lot nervous now. So. But you remember, I I totally called Trick possibly dying 
Yeah, and I think we had discussed that possibility, but it was still like, oh no, show. <laughs> oh god. It was it was yeah. during our live Drinks yeah. of the Doll episode from mm-hmm. Dragon Con, yeah, that you know, if somebody died, I thought cuz you were talking about Tamsin and I think that's a possibility. I think that's less of a possibility the way things are set up now. Yeah. But I did also think that Trick would be a likely candidate if they were going to kill off another character. So I was surprised, but not too surprised that that happened. But yeah, the the reaction was interesting because I got, I think, three or four separate people message me, have you watched it yet? <laughs> oh, really? And the answer, the answer every time was no. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not true. Uh, Sally did message me this morning and I had seen it by then, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I also am not as grumpy as Stephanie is about this. I mean, I get why she is grumpy, but anyway. We knew what Stephanie would be grumpy about. We just call her predictable for some things. <laughs> uh, it's true. But yeah, I I did feel this was definitely a more coherent episode than last week. It mm-hmm. it held together much better for me. Like there was a a solid through line to the episode, you know what I mean? No random diversions to the courtroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, that said, I agree with a lot of Stephanie's criticisms. Some of the things that happened in this episode were pretty upsetting, and I'm really not sure why the writers decided to make those choices. Mm-hmm. I, I find them very questionable, but yeah. hopefully why? they'll play out in the remaining episodes, I hope. But there were really, really great performances in the episode, as well as some really nice character moments. Mm-hmm. So what made you happy, Annie? Uh, yeah, it was kind of hard to think about things that made me happy because again, it was so intense. It was, it was not something I could pick out easily. I mean, even last week I was like, oh, Docubus shower, yet not sex, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> so, um, but the one thing that did make me laugh right away, uh, in that first scene was Tamsin demonstrating what she could do with the horseshoe. You could scratch her back, you could punch with it. And the way Rachel was punching with it was so cute, I thought. And, and then she <laughs> threw it and I'm like, Come on, it's like a shock room in Xena. I kept waiting for someone to make a Xena reference. So, anyway. Well, here's my question. Why, if you're going to throw a horseshoe, why would you throw it at something that's glass? Why not at one of the half-broken walls? You know what yeah, I mean? Like, more than half-broken. all broken, the places. I think maybe Bo would just be like, hey, we just fixed that, finally, you know? Um, but it's more likely to just bounce off of plywood than it is that's glass. That's true. But you know what? I mean, I think Tamsin's, it's a combination of the childish Tamsin and the impulsive Tamsin and the badass Tamsin. So, and maybe she just really wanted those 10 year old Cheetos. So I don't know. (laughs) Gross. Yeah. Like, like Lauren said, she's like, they've been in there for years. Oh, that was something that made me giggle. (laughs) The expression Mm -hmm. on her face. And that kind of leads into the second thing. The Lauren and Tamsin's kind of strange to say friendship moments because it's kind of hard because it was all tangled up in some very awkward moments where Lauren's asking her about Bo and Bo and Tamsin's trying to, you know, tactfully avoid things. And then yet they're at the doll and Lauren's talking about hops and, you know, Tamsin's like, you don't always have to be scientific. It's just a beer. And uh, then it would go into awkward again, but just that they have this friendship, and no, I am not, I must make it clear for those who know me, 
and I'm sure they know me, I am not endorsing romantic cop doc, may I specify. I'm just saying the friendship, platonic friendship, that seems to be between Tamsin and Lauren. That seems to be more in evidence here that I liked. And I liked Nobody how- Nobody thought you were shipping it, any. Nobody. Uh, no, just, I am not shipping uh, all over my timeline. Cop doc, cop doc, cop doc. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So, anyway. But, um, I, I did like how Lauren put aside all her awkward feelings and was still very much the healer and was so concerned about Tamsin dying, even if Tamsin just kind of tried to put on a brave front and shrug it off. And then, you know, the acting, I just, I can't say enough about how great Anna was in this episode and just all the emotional stuff with her and Rick. I just, you know, I wish we'd gotten more of it now that Trick is gone and all the, the whole, all the family scenes with her and, with Anna and Inga and Eric Roberts, I think they work really well together. And then just in that last scene where Tamsin finds out that she's preggers. What? Uh, but just the camera holding on Rachel and all the emotions she went through. Just, she had several bits like that in this episode and just how great she's, she is at stuff like that. And bonus, Dyson wolfing out when he saw Trick's body. Just e- emo Chris. Now we get emo because they always call Chris emo. But, um, yeah, that it's just so many emotions, so many feels. You know, what's Dyson going to do without Trick now? But, yeah, lot, lots of stuff, lots of good stuff for the actors. So, what made you happy, Chris? First of all, Anna Silk is gorgeous. I know, and right? <laughs> I know that's not news to anybody, but I had to say it anyway. Also, she is great in this episode, and also I love her. <laughs> Uh, also, Inga Cadronel is back, which is exciting. And Eva and Trick were featured pretty prominently, which I was excited about because it seems like Trick has barely been in this season. And when I say this season, mm-hmm. I mean 5B. But, and he really wasn't in 5A a whole lot, was he? Not really. It doesn't seem like he was. It's like this was his one episode. And I'm like, but uh, now he's gone? Should have known. As soon as he started <sighs> to get featured pretty prominently, should have known. That's right. when they do that. Anyway, and I also really like the Tamsin and Lauren scenes. I like that they're getting along and being friendly with each other and confiding in each other. It's nice. We've always said Lauren needs a friend. I don't think any of us expected it to be Tamsin. Friend? But- wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you put it like that. Wait, wait, maybe, maybe there shouldn't be too many friends. But yeah, I mean, what? I, I, I'm just shocked when you put it that way. Are you trying to deny Lauren a friend, Annie? No, but I just. There's still, it was hard again, because there's still so much awkwardness, and... I, uh, it is awkward, yeah. but it's it's not, it's, to it's me... It's not mean awkward. It's not uncomfortably awkward, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think the, Tam, the fact that Tamsin is so sort of, just sort of brusque about everything... Yeah. <laughs> ...kind of cuts through any awkward moments, so, like, maybe it is kind of a good thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, and Lauren did say, you're the all, you're the one that I can always, you know count on to give it to me straight something like something to that effect and she knows tamson for that you know mm-hmm. i will just say i have to worry about the docubus thing because lauren was very unemotional and said that she didn't care when she heard tamson said that she slept with Bo. but i think that's just lauren protecting herself so i'm trying to i'm trying to respond to all the emails and everybody all the concern well, but- everybody is giving me going don't give up hope any and that's just lauren being you know but I mean, she followed that statement up with, I don't have any right to 
judge her actions or something like that, right? And it I mean, doesn't it was, mean she doesn't care about Bo. No, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm telling you is, to me, that's... It's a good thing that she has that attitude. Like, she should have that attitude, because... And that's sometimes what people say after they break up, you know? So there are our first impressions and uh, some things we liked about this episode. If you have things about this episode that you would like to share, please send them to us. You can leave a comment in our comment section at drinksatthedoll.com slash 117. You can also email us at feedback at drinksatthedoll.com. You can also record a voicemail on your smartphone and email it to us. You can also call us at 972-514-7223 and leave a voice message. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook. Drinks the Doll is a part of the Ask Genre TV family of podcasts. You can find our others. We have podcasts for Killjoys and Orphan Black, as well as a couple of others, over at AskGenreTV.com. My name is Chris. And I'm Annie. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Cheers.